This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. This is Father Kyle Metzger along with Roxanne Solonen. We're broadcasting live from our studios here in Fargo. Uh, a big uh, celebration today, a big feast day. We were talking about it a little bit earlier, Roxanne. It is the feast of St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas. Everybody oh. loves St. Nicholas. We, um, we've got uh, a, a couple of guests here who are going to tell us a little bit uh, about uh, St. Nicholas. We have uh, right here in the studio, we have Diane Darlene. And then on the phone, do we have on the phone Teresa, Teresa Gilbertson? Are you there on the phone? I sure am. Oh, wonderful. Hi, to- Teresa. I know Teresa. So. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> wonderful. Hi. Uh, can you, uh, Diane, why don't you start? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am currently the DRE and Youth Director at the Cathedral here in Fargo. I um, have been working there for 15 years, so that's an achievement. A mother of 10 children and whatever, so St. Nicholas has been someone that has been um, involved in our life. Wonderful. For years. And uh, Teresa, can you tell us a little bit about yourself on the phone here? Well, I, nothing compared to Diane, that's for sure, or most of the people there, but um, I am a homeschooling mom of four, um, so pretty much I stay at home. Um, I'm also a local artist, um, a Catholic artist, and I volunteer at St. Mary's um, to teach kindergartners, and then as well as I am part of the Ultra Society there at St. Mary's, so... Well, we've, we've got a couple of mothers then, so this seems very, very fitting to talk about uh, St. Uh, Nicholas today. Um, I bet he's pretty fun to, uh, to uh, celebrate with, uh, with kids especially. Oh, yes, for sure. There's a lot of yeah. different things that you can do with kids with St. Nicholas. What, what are some of the things that you've done through the years with your 10 children? <laughs> well, I know one of the things that we always did, you know, St. Nicholas is a saint of generosity. And to celebrate his feast day, we usually had the kids put their shoes out downstairs um, at night with the idea that St. Nicholas would bring a little bit of something for them. We never did anything extravagant, mm-hmm. but just those little things um, was always something to look forward to and kind of started the whole gift-giving spirit until Christmas when Christ comes. So that's that's one of the things that we did as a family. How how far do you do that like at what point do you stop <laughs> some of these traditions and <laughs> is it when the grandkids come <laughs> well i think part of it depends upon how you know how your kids age you know until the littlest one gets starts knowing what you're doing then you can kind of stop but you know it's still fun to do we do mm-hmm. it at the cathedral always the first wednesday in in december i have the kids put out their shoes out in the hallway and St. Nicholas comes with a little bag of three pieces of chocolate. Okay. You know, and the senior high put their shoes out as well. <laughs> so, you know, they all know. But it's just a fun way to just kind of start that whole spirit of Advent and the anticipation of Christmas. Right. And how about you, Teresa? Do, what are your traditions on this feast day? Or I keep saying feast day. That's okay. You Memorial. can call it a feast yes. day. <laughs> Happy feast day. <laughs> One of the many reasons, you know, gotta love, 
you know, being Catholic, we have many fees, right? There's joy there. Yep. (laughs) Um, Well, we like to, uh, you know, I like to take an, um, we have the the movie, the little movie on St. Nicholas from the CCC. And so we like to sit down and we like to watch that and we like to do arts and crafts and make fun little, you know, things that pertain to him. But then we also kind of, we kind of sit there and we talk and come up with ideas that how we can maybe help somebody else out in need. And that's one thing that we kind of like to do is the tradition of, um, you know, going and finding, whether it be, you know, close or a little bit further away, someone who is in true need and doing that without letting them know. Hmm. The secret nature of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hidden, hiddenness. Yes, which, you know, I think, you know, St. Nicholas kind of tried to do, you know, you know, in his years, he kind of tried to be a little bit more quiet about, you know, his giving instead of being, you know, right there in the the spotlight. And I do think children are are natural givers yes there's some selfishness that we all come into the world with but they it's really exciting for them but we have to kind of nurture that i guess so um but what a wonderful way to get ready for christmas and in in thinking about our neighbor as we get ready to think about jesus so we're we're blessed to have these times of reflection and and to and and, and it's neat for you with younger children to be able to kind of enter into that spirit through their eyes too Yes. And sometimes it is difficult because they're just like, well, look, but I want that. <laughs> right. right, right. Okay. <laughs> this is a struggle that we're, we have throughout our whole lives, by the way. It doesn't ever go away. So I don't think it does. <laughs> Could either of you share maybe a little bit about the life of St. Nicholas for any of our listeners who may be uh, unfamiliar with uh, with St. Nicholas? I know there's some uh, uh, differing stories about him, but anything notable to uh, to share with us? Well, St. Nicholas really had a rich life. If you if you ever want to look up more about him, go to stnicholascenter.org. But um, he was born in about around the year 270. He was um, born into a Christian family of merchants. His father was a wealthy, fairly wealthy merchant, but his parents died of an ep- in an epidemic when he was younger, um, maybe around 12 or 13. So he had this inheritance, and he was taught to follow Christ very closely. And so he followed Christ in giving what you have to the poor. So he used his inheritance to help those in need, even at a young age, and I know probably one of the most well-known stories of his generosity was is the the poor father, the widowed, um, the widower with three daughters, who he didn't have money to get them into a good marriage. Because at the time, unless you married into a wealthy family, um, you're you had to provide a dowry for your daughters. And when there's nothing there to provide a dowry, they're either usually sold into slavery or prostitution. So he was in dire straits with these three daughters to try to get them into a respectable life. And St. Nicholas heard about his plight and um, came, came by in secret at night. And it, you know, legend has threw a bag of coins in, um, in an open window and they found the next morning. And so in three separate occasions, did this so that the father had a dowry for each of his daughters. Um, And of course, 
the father on the third occasion was watching for who this, who this benefactor maybe would be and found out who it was. And of course, um, Nicholas asked him not to tell anyone, but of course, you know, we all know how that goes, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, we were just um, talking about that earlier. <laughs> so in this, this was before he was a bishop even. So he was, um, he was about, the, about 30 years of age there when the Bishop of Myra passed away. And Myra, by the way, is in the, in the southern tip of Turkey. It's, it's not Myra now. I'm trying to remember what the name is of the town. But, um, so when the bishops gathered to determine who the next bishop would be, um, one of the wisest ones heard a voice in the night that said, the first man that comes through that door with the name Nicholas will be Bishop of Myra. So he told the, the other bishops, and they were all praying and stuff, and this particular bishop was at the door, and when Nicholas came in, they just immediately pronounced him as bishop, and he had not even been ordained a priest at this point. So he is only one mm. of three bishops who were not ordained before they were selected as bishops, St. Ambrose being one, and I think the other one is St. Severin. Um, so there's three of our saints in history that wow. were not ordained to the priesthood before they were elected. It's an awesome story. Awesome story. Yeah. Well told, Diane. And so you see, you know, the, 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 the thing about the dowry, you see where kind of the tradition of giving people gifts mm-hmm. evolves. And then two, oftentimes you'll see like these um, chocolate coins, you know, in, sure. in gold foil. Yes. So where did that came from? come from? It's from this story of, of the dowry. So... Yes. Things are starting yeah. to make sense now, aren't they? There, there, and there's so much more, so much richness to to what yeah. is just a caricature out there in the yes. world. There's something yes. deep and rich. So thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. You are listening to uh, Real Presence Live. This is Father Kyle Metzger, and I'm here with my co-host Roxanne Solonen. And we're joined with uh, Teresa Gilbertson on the phone and Diane uh, Darlene here in the studio. And we're just talking about um, uh, St. Uh, Nicholas today. It's his memorial today. So a, a very fitting day, a joyful day that many people uh, celebrate with great festivity. So uh, we are uh, 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 learning a little bit more about this uh, great uh, bishop in our Catholic history. Yeah, and, and um, I think it's okay to launch into kind of something that's going on at St. Mary's. Um, there's a, a special event coming up and i'd like to know a little bit about how it started maybe diane maybe you know the the history of that well the history we've we've had a little kind of a mini bazaar um at saint mary's for i don't know i mean i've been a parishioner there for 20 years and it's been there ever since i started at saint mary's it's been called different names um but it's it's now we call it the saint nicholas festival because it's usually held the first weekend in december and sometimes it's actually gets to be on his feast day which is kind of cool but um, we have a little celebration. We have a, a breakfast that, that will be served. Or I shouldn't say breakfast. It's a dinner that will be served from 11 to 2, which, Teresa, I should have you talk more about that. You want to jump in? Oh, sure. Um, actually, there, there is a breakfast, though. We do have a breakfast from 9 to, um, to 10 going on that day. And it, it has specialty breads and beverages that will... Um, um, that there is a free will donation if you would like to do. Um, and then from there, we jump in at 11. So um, from 11 to 2, we have a, a an amazing mouth-watering uh, cedar pork tenderloin dinner with all the fixings and some holiday desserts. And it is really something, you know, 
something to you want to jump into because um, our own camera Krogman is actually doing the tenderloin. So you can imagine it's going to be amazing, of course. Um, but yeah, we we have um, we have the feast, and then um, we uh, have a couple of booths that we will have set up as well. Um, we have the Holy Night religious booth that will be perfect for anyone looking for that particular gift to give someone that is maybe a little hard to shop for. And I've seen some items, and they are pretty. They're pretty gorgeous. Kind of hard to, you know, pass up in some ways. I know I have to control myself and maybe leave my checkbook at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, but and then also we do have. Um, Brad Starry, who is an um, absolute amazing photographer, who is uh, will be there, um, having some of his beautiful photographs that are just just wonderful on display and for sale as well. So the youth also get involved in this, and we put on or we help sponsor there's some silent auction baskets, which I, mm-hmm. I like to encourage even our younger our younger youth like to take and bid on them, and it's surprising at the end of the at about 2 o'clock when we announce the, the high bidders, how many of our young people have purchased something for Christmas for someone else with the, with the silent auction baskets. We also have Mystic Monk Coffee for sale, and we also have a fabulous Christmas cookie walk where you can take your box and fill it with all of the Christmas goodies that you don't want to bake yourself mm. and go home with a box of goodies. So you've got a whole assortment of We've cookies, a, yes, and then you can do. fill your box? Oh, yes, now do. you've got Come me. Yeah. That's the hook right there. <laughs> I can't cook cookies, but I can buy a box. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's well, neat. What a fun festival. Teresa, did you have something else? Well, I was going to say, I, I, I kind of looked up the Mystic Monk coffee and where it came from and everything, so I'm more interested in the coffee part of that. <laughs> <laughs> we all need a little coffee. It's, it's, it's wonderful, and especially made by monks. That's, that's pretty sweet, so... Well, thank you two for uh, helping us out here at uh, at this studio. You guys have a, a great thing going on there at the cathedral. So this is on uh, December eighth, which is uh, this coming Sunday. Is that right? Correct. At the cathedral, so you've got uh, the the Saint Nicholas Festival. You've got food prizes. Brad Starry is selling his art, auction baskets, coffee. Um, wonderful. You, I hope uh, you have a successful event. Thank you for uh, being on the show. Up next, we're going to have our 10-minute tour. And then after that, later on in the show, Father Mark Horn is going to share with us the importance of Our Lady of Guadalupe. So stay tuned for that. We are broadcasting live from the Real Presence Radio studio. I'm Father Kyle Mesker, joined by my co-host Roxanne Solonen, and we will be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 